When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When this plays, do I even have to yell, bring on the horns? I mean, because that's just all it is. Incredible moments in the second quarter after Deshaun Hanneke's touchdown. Did you catch it right away? Oh, yeah. All right. I was fired up. Cyclone Larry caught it. Oh, did he? Cyclone Larry found that out right away. Shout I, out. I was pretty fired up. Say what I, so was I. If indeed... This podcast inspired them to play that song. I feel like it's the greatest contribution we've ever given Iowa State. It, I mean, it has to be. Hard to, hard to top, really. I mean, when this went nuts, 60,000 because of the pod. People loved it, too. No, They were digging to, uh, it. People were dancing. Yeah, no, it was great. Did you look around? Yeah, I was so proud. It was like, a, it's like you know, outside the birth of my two children, I've never been a prouder father than at that moment. Shout out to the marketing yeah. game day folks at Amy, Iowa State. Nathan, Mary, thank you. Like it, 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 it went over really well. Yeah, bring, bring it back. Second, first score, first touchdown of the game. We go Timmy the trumpet. Juicy Wiggles, first touchdown of the second half. So what's like, funny, uh, too, is that we got, we got a plan now. Um, our friend Josh Betts, who listens to the podcast a lot. Yeah. he uh, Big Josh Betts guy. Uh, Josh sent me a text today. And it's it's so funny. He was covering the Northern Iowa game yesterday, and they played the Juicy Wiggle in the Unidome. And he took a video of it, and <laughs> like the people could be not be less impressed. <laughs> they were. <laughs> They're just like, "What the hell is this?" It was really, 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 really funny. Why would they? They had to know. Yeah, I just think I mean, that they, it's I an Iowa State yeah, thing. I don't, I just, nobody else does it. I just think Northern Iowa fans are like, "Oh, okay, oh, okay. this song, this song, Red Foo." Yeah, you know, 
don't think no, it was, it was a great moment though. It was a great day all the way around. Very good day. Cathartic. It was a cathartic day. Timmy, Timmy Trump included. <laughs> Let's thank our friends at MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. The uh, I uh, it's funny. I was trying to after the game. I was everybody was fired up, and I texted Chris Clover from MacDyne. I'm like, we got to go to Stillwater next week. Let's go. It's not happening. Oh, he's so got important that, business that uh, he's going to okay. be on. But I was I I thought okay, of all the people who could I get that would be like, yeah, I'm in. Let's go. And has yeah. transportation means. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but uh, it will not be happening. But that's okay. We'll get to that game. Uh, thanks to Mechdyne. Um, enabling Discovery. They're Check the them out at Mechdyne.com. One of the great sponsors in the history of Cyclone. We Fanatic. need another, com. We appreciate another them. night with uh, Clover at this, the, the special location just south of M-Town. Yeah. Uh, Haverhill. Haverhill Club. That's right. Market good times uh, with dirt late model racing. You can't beat it. Uh, really good day. Listen, I'm not patting myself on the back here. That, in fact, I'm I'm not smart. Mm-hmm. But it was Thursday night, and I was looking around and just really doing my like hardcore like college football prep for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Or it was Wednesday night, excuse me. And I stumbled upon this, and and I was. Pretty heavily mocked for throwing it out there. Okay. Uh, I tweeted this. I said, digging into Iowa State's schedule the rest of the way. Such a huge game on Saturday. Oklahoma State is really banged up. Tech seems to be fading. The Cyclones can still get to six wins, but they better snap out of it offensively fast. And I did a little follow-up to that today. Iowa State has beaten West Virginia, is favored on the road. That's right against Oklahoma State and will surely be favored against Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. So now, according to odds makers, not only is it possible, it's actually likely for Iowa State to put that string together. Now, a lot has to happen, yeah, clearly. I mean, but my point is that the six-win thing to get to a bowl game is not a far-fetched thing. It is very much within Iowa State's grasp. Absolutely. I mean, the, the defense did it again. They were, they've been incredible. Just absolutely incredible. And when the offense is just competent, look what can happen. Yeah. And more like the run game. If the run game is competent, look what can happen. Everything yeah. fl- Now, granted, the first three quarters were no, not exactly bad. an offensive explosion. Yeah, and like, so, they didn't play good enough offensively yeah. to win either of the next two games. But maybe maybe found a little something in the fourth quarter. I thought Norton started to figure it out. They were, now, West Virginia may be a little tired, but that's the point, right? I saw a lot of this as well. Like It looked like West Virginia gave up in the fourth quarter. There was probably some of that, but also the way Iowa State wants to play, which we've talked about at length this year, trying to wear down an opponent, that's when it shows up. Yeah. Is in the fourth quarter, is when you just could finally wear on them. And Iowa State averaged five yards per carry, which is really good. I don't care who you are. Now, there was a little more creativity, which was nice. You had the null reverse, you had the option thing, um, just some different stuff. But then. In the second half, they really, you know, Norton was able to put his head down and get three, four, five, eight yards a pop. So that it was progress. I'm I not thought, gonna, I'm not, not, I'm not, not going to, that doesn't make sense. I'm always going to celebrate progress. That was I, progress yesterday. I thought that yesterday's game of the three was obviously the most important because it was the first one and you had to, but like with that, they had to get the lid off the offense. Yes. That was the thing. And like, and I and this is nothing but blind faith and hope. Hear what I'm about to say. 
because you have no idea if it carries over mm-hmm. or what we saw in the fourth quarter. I have no idea. But I do know that I just I turned to my dad during that game. I said, they just need a damn touchdown. <laughs> right? Like they need to score a freaking touchdown just because mm-hmm. they like how many times have we seen this team drive down the field and then stall the out twenty yard line, yeah. Right. And yep. <laughs> a guy came up to me at uh halftime. He goes, What in the hell is this team's problem in the red zone? I'm like, Thank I I know, you're right. <laughs> Preach it to the but choir. that's that's where I'm hopeful. Yeah. yeah. And there's no sure things, but I am hopeful that that fourth quarter can truly carry over to next week. And we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's there's still a lot of play, lot to play for. And interestingly, C-Dub, I was looking at the ESPN-FPI stuff, which is my favorite metric because, again, obviously wins and losses are the most important metric, but I think it really defines, and Texas is another good example yesterday of why I like analytics over rankings. Yes. you know Because, again, Texas yep. was ranked 24th and just pretty much took it to 2K State. Made it interesting. Like, Iowa State went up eight slots in the FPI yesterday. It's now ranked 26th in the country. Wow. Analytically. Uh, well, and that's why I was saying on Wednesday, because I was looking and it's not – what did – I'd be curious. What did Oklahoma State drop yeah, in the last – Yeah, so that's so – that, thank you for – Because so. I didn't think I – I'll be honest. I didn't think Iowa State would gain as much as they did. Yeah. But I was thinking – because I told Whitford last night after we were – I go, they're going to be favored – I don't help them. They will be favored against Oklahoma State with the injuries, and I think that Oklahoma State's ratings are going to crater. I didn't necessarily think that Iowa State would jump that much. Oklahoma State went down seven. Oklahoma State's now ranked 33rd in the FBI. What did they go down the week before? Uh, A lot. Yeah, so they've gone down almost 20 spots, I would think, in two weeks. So that's why Iowa State's favored. Everyone's going to look at this and go, why the hell is Iowa State favored over 6-3 and Oklahoma State? The records don't matter. It's the power ratings. Yeah. This is where they're getting the power ratings. And, you know, that's why And what the power ratings look like, it, it has it's by possession. So your defense and your offense both matter. Special teams, too. Right now, Iowa State, based on the metrics, is 10th nationally in defense. And I think the offense is 71st. But the defense has been so good, it, it just really jumps Iowa State up there. Iowa State's the only team in the top 45 of the FPI with a losing record. Hmm. Which you could look at two ways. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you, well, we're, we're close, but it's also like, why are we losing the, the games the, then? Because we've been that good. And the, I mean, let's, the elephant in the room, too, is they've been so poor on special teams. Yeah, and they're 117th yeah, in special like teams. That's, and you say the competent on offense thing. I'm, if you're 80th good in point. special teams. Good point. Right? Like, it, it, it kind of works both yeah, ways. So let, me, let, me, let me verify this here Iowa State on offense. Yeah, not uh, and then defense is tenth. Hold on, here we go. Defense is tenth. Offense is seventy first, and special teams is one fourteen. Yeah, think that doesn't surprise many people. But so it's pretty tough. But Iowa State's, you know, right there in in a lot of ways. But where's Tech, real quick? Yeah, that's a good point. So Tech is all the way down. I would say Iowa State would be. At this point, a seven to ten point favorite at home over Tech. Forty five for Tech. Okay. Forty five, but um, yeah, so that that they'd be just over a touchdown, eight and a half, nine. In fact, Tech's one of the other teams in the top fifty without a winning record. In it's funny too that like, FPI. Remember before we were all educated with analytics, like I'm talking like fifteen years mm-hmm. ago, and. <laughs> 
we would all go, oh, man, Vegas knows. Well, no, this they were just. Vegas is lo- this is what <laughs> Vegas is looking at right now. Here. We have these tools. Yeah, this is exactly <laughs> and, what. And it like is. Joe Schmoke, and so like when when a guy like I'm not any smarter than anybody when I said that on Wednesday. Like the, I'm, I started looking at the numbers, and I'm like, wait a minute, it's actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like I wouldn't think that because they're not predicting no three wins in a row, but they're saying, okay, you're a touchdown favorite here. At that point, I was looking at Oklahoma State, and I'm like, Iowa State will be a three to four point underdog in that game. I added three and a half to five. Yep. And then I was like, they'll be favored over Tech. Like this is a huge game. You get over this one, and then Bloom, Oklahoma State is considerably worse against Kansas than we thought. Now this sets up really well. I I agree, and especially if Sanders is is hurt. This other kid threw three interceptions. I, the the one problem going into this week, they could play three guys. You don't know. Yeah, you have no idea. But just to f- finish one more point on this analytics thing. Also, though, Iowa State's losses have been to really good teams. I think sometimes that gets, you know, in the, in the discussion Iowa of, beating Purdue probably helped, helped Iowa State. It, it did, for sure. Just so, so losses to Texas, who's sixth right now. Lost to Baylor. Baylor is 16th. Lost to K-State. Baylor is the, maybe the best team in the conference, Might, right, right other now. than T- yep. TCU right now. Lost to K-State, who's 18. Lost to Oklahoma, is 25. Um, and then lost to Kansas. Kansas is the only team outside the top 40 at 44. So, yes, it has been a disappointing year. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But, if like we, we've talked about before, if you're looking at reasons to be excited about what's ahead – Iowa State's the classic Phil Steele next year. Well, the numbers are really good for yeah. Iowa State. The win total did not reflect that. Yeah. But secondly, but that doesn't always translate either. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not a guarantee. Yeah. And the offense has not has again not even been average. Like it needs to be average mm-hmm. in order to feel a little bit better about things and hopefully you get that the last three games. But largely, and you hate to say it because it's like, well, yeah, but Iowa State's pretty young. Okay, mm-hmm. pretty young, even on no defense. Doubt. I, I looked it up. I would say played 11 freshmen or sophomores yesterday on defense and started, I think, three true freshmen. Yeah. Or play, played substantial snaps. Uh, Dom Orange was great. He was awesome. Uh, McLaughlin played a lot. Jeremiah Cooper was really good yesterday until he got dinged up there in the second half. But just there's there's and, reasons to still like, okay, yeah, this yeah. has been a disappointing yeah. first nine games, but it doesn't detract from the, the progress. And even Norton, like, you know – I think people with the losing kind of forgot that this guy didn't get a non-con. Right. Got I mean, even like game. in the, like this isn't fair. He's not like to just say, "Oh, we Brees Hall." That's the best. Sure. Maybe he, in the probably end, gonna be the rookie of the year in the NFL if he yeah. didn't get hurt. But like even Brees and David Montgomery weren't like these elite backs in their first like four games. True. It took them half a season to. Mm-hmm. Like and I, I just wonder like is is yesterday kind of Norton's? I don't think it was the Brees Hall Texas Tech or West Virginia West game. West Virginia yeah. was the first one, right? I don't think it was that, but maybe next week will be. And I, I don't know, but it makes me feel pretty good that that young man got in the end zone a couple times, a little bit shifty, right? Yeah, like it, got, there's progress here, and I think it's trending in a good direction. He did a couple Montgomery and Hall things in that he finished some runs, like yeah. that second touchdown run. He took a guy two yards. I think he's a. I, I think he's really good, and that helps, right? If your offensive line isn't great, it's not. I think he's a pro. You need you need guys that can get extra yards. Yeah, I think Norton, I'm a huge Norton guy. Norton, and then we'll have to wait but, and see. But. So 
I was close to the sideline. Jirel was running around a little bit. I think he could have so played. I think he might have been able to play. So it's not like it's a significant leg injury, from what I could tell. I, when he walked off, I thought his season was Yeah, over. it did not look great. But, yeah, he was running around and cutting and doing all that. So that's a – now we'll see the day after with swelling and whatnot is usually when you, yep. when you find out. Oklahoma State is 123rd right now in total defense. Oof. And just giving up chunks of yardage lately. Boy, um, hey, let's give John Haycock another raise, shall we? Oh, my goodness. You think about what losing one coordinator has done to that. Oh, the, uh, right. You know, That's, look what Oklahoma, they went from top 25 last year to 123rd. I want to give you another reason why I'm bullish on the rest of the season. We'll do that after I thank our friends. Uh, Hope would. Uh, this is a good thing to think about when you guys are working or not working, but getting close to the new year, new year resolution. Mm-hmm. Go to hopewoodjd.com and consider getting uh, a will done for your family. It's funny. I was out. Went to size roost. I did. You ran into some fanatics there. And they, they were, I did. They were disappointed. I was not there. So, I did not fun, hold up my end of the bar. A, a wonderful family from Okaboji, uh, mom and dad, a brother and sister. They are uh, diehards, but it was, you know, it was interesting to me where I'm, I'm at size roost. And I was thinking of all the shenanigans from, yesteryear <laughs> and it was like yeah man i'm old all of a sudden i better like for real like you don't even realize it's like oh there's no uh, way to feel older than go back yeah. going back to campus town <laughs> yeah it's like oh it's like gosh. holy shit i probably should get a will are from these, hope, hope wood are these 15 year olds hopewoodjd.com uh did you feel promo out code of, fanatic and you can get 50 dollars off did you feel out of place no like honestly no like size roost like and i don't i don't know i'm not up in my like lingo with like these bars like i don't i don't know like where the cool places are right size roost friday night homecoming at 11 30 was dead what yeah where does everybody go i don't know obviously not there (laughs) but we had fun yeah we made it a good time like it, it was uh it was a lot of fun so well, thank you for the FaceTime calls. It made me feel... Yeah, well, everybody like was like, where's Bloom? And I'm like, well, he this." I, I was explaining that Bloom does this. He tells <laughs> you he'll, he's going to be there, and then he ignores you when you are making plans. You just will completely ghost mode. That's just what you do. You've done this. It's, I felt bad. I bought the kids a fireball shot. You bought your kids a fireball? Oh, I bought that. Oh. They sent you Venmo yeah, money yeah, for the yeah. kids. That was a nice gesture. Thank you, because I, I felt guilty. That was a very nice gesture. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. 
Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Oklahoma State, by the way, is allowing 175 yards on the ground and 4.7 yards per carry. This is good. This is good. So this is my theory. Iowa State is pretty good against these spread-type teams that don't necessarily recruit in the top 20 every year. Yeah. Like, sign me up for dates with West Virginia, Oklahoma State, and Texas Tech often because Iowa State's kind of – they're built to stop them, but these are also programs. We're now in the Campbell era because recruiting's gotten so much better. Iowa State isn't going to get outmanned generally against those type of schools where Texas and Oklahoma last week, that Oklahoma game, like I walked away from that really depleted because I felt like, I mean, I was like, God, this is not like normal, but they still have five-star dudes. They still have NFL guys on the defensive line. Right. Mm -hmm. And generally with Oklahoma State, Tech, even like TCU, West Virginia, for West sure. Virginia, definitely. These are teams Kansas. where you, it's. I, I'm going to take my chances with Haycock scheming, right? Like Iowa State has enough guys. It's a good point. I just I love these types of matchups, especially late in the year. Yesterday, I mean, West Virginia wanted no part of that game. Iowa State hit them early. Now they got that cheap touchdown at the end of the first half, right? Um. You get a lot of these types of now, and I, I don't think you'll see that with Tech, new coach, very much a lot to play for. Sure, they're going to be bold fight, but fight it's still bulls. late November in Ames. It is. It's going to be cold, and yeah, it's a tough um, place to and go. then the Oklahoma State game's a bit of a toss up because we just like they're either going to play with their hair on fire or they're done. I don't know, but you you see what my theory on these matchups though, for and sure. I, I think it sets up well in that case as, as, as well. Well, and I think the, the, you'll think differently about the offense after the year than you did through the first seven games for that same reason. One, you said a couple things happen. You get you get the, the motivation factor dwindles for some. If you wonder where the Oklahoma State's going to walk, and that's where Campbell's he's usually really at his good. best. Correct. That that I don't know enough about X's and O's. I would guess like if you're uh, it, 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 the NBA Jam T-shirts, right? Like where, if where it says culture or motivation yeah, Campbell's leadership. would be full that's where he's the best and that's why right. I like these games leading down the stretch against these teams and it's kind of like eh right generally I've it's been pretty good October on I think that's so so that is because everyone can be fired up for the first three games of the year mm-hmm. it's when times get tough and you're like you're looking you're looking in the portal you're People looking are bitching at, at you on Twitter yeah, you're looking at you know when does the semester end it's cold all this stuff you're hurt you're banged up so that's the other part is like Oklahoma State is super injured right now. Super, super injured. Like they got guys left and right that are out. And when you're not one of the Texases to the Oklahomas that have just monsters of depth, that really hurts you. We've seen that for years at Iowa State. Iowa State September's fine, can compete any with anybody. It's why they've had success even in the bad years against some of the Iowas of the world in September. Mm-hmm. But then what happened in October and November of those same years, you're getting run out of the building because yeah. you just don't have guys. And, and these programs that don't have the depth, this is what happens. They lose a couple guys, and it's just not the same. And Oklahoma State's not the same right now. Tech's not the same right now. So 
my point is, I think Iowa State's going to put up some numbers the rest of the way offensively. One, the, the defenses aren't as good. Oklahoma State and uh, Texas Tech are two of the worst defenses in the, in the Big 12. West Virginia's down there as well. And so you actually, the top, the top portion of the schedule made the offense look worse than it probably was yeah. because you're playing Baylor and K-State and uh, who else? I mean, this them is really good. But the good Texas. Texas. Yes. Now you're getting some of the, the lesser teams. Your, your numbers are going to get better. And Iowa State's defense will be largely the same. Those are good offenses. But I think Iowa State, to your point, Iowa State's offense can compete, or Iowa State's defense, excuse me, can compete against any of those. So I think it sets up well. And I think just like we all know what the offensive line is. Like nobody's sitting here being like, oh, they were lights out yesterday. I mean, no, No. like they are who they are. But they stand a better chance against these defensive teams or a below average team. That's why Oklahoma was so disappointing because coming into that game, that was a bad Oklahoma run defense. Yes. But that Oklahoma run defense played really well that game. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, you know, could Iowa State struggle again against Tech and Oklahoma State run? Sure. I mean, it's very possible. But I think the the West Virginia effort could be more typical where you're re- rushing for 170 to four and a half, five yards per carry, and then everything else looks better. There's also the five and seven bowl game situation. Yeah. And it, uh, which we don't possible. need. Maybe, maybe next. I've week. been asked that a bunch. And I'll, I'll just say you absolutely take a bid. Oh, you're going if you're invited. Yeah, like I don't I've, care. I've had like five fans ask me that on no, Twitter, I'm, and it is an easy answer for I, me. Young team, take the practices, absolutely. And it's a reward. Uh, you know, okay, because it was Matt Campbell. What do you say after the, the TCU game in 17? Yeah, bullshit that, programs go 6-6. Six and six. Right. But that doesn't mean you still don't take the reward of no. getting to a bowl game and getting the extras that come with that. I'm all, I'm all for that. I actually, like, the extra practices thing, like, when when you suck, it, that was always like in the road series. It was like that's a big deal, right? Like it was like we got to get to that. We can't develop all, all this stuff. Then you start winning, and you kind of just like it, like whatever. You don't mm-hmm. talk about it that much, and it seems less relevant. I it's actually quite important this year with all these young guys because if you look, if you know anything about bowl practices, like they really are the the starters aren't doing a lot. No, it's and then in the it's, game it doesn't take away from your yeah. eligibility yeah. either. So. I don't want to dwell on that. I just I've had a bunch of people apparently some writer last week, I I'm not sure, one of the national guys said that he thinks there could be upwards of like six to eight spots for five and seven teams, and I'm like, You absolutely go. So that, then doesn't it go to APR? Like yeah, and APR? Iowa State's good. I think Iowa, State Iowa State's APR, top twenty which is the academic progress rate. Iowa State's top it's twenty, my, so guess, they would almost be guaranteed to get a lot. I, a, a you know bowl what? I'll go to any bowl at this rate because Let's go to New Mexico, man. Albuquerque. <laughs> go somewhere new. I've always wanted to cover the New Mexico. Have bowl. you ever been to New Mexico? No, but I've I want to. New Mexico. I've been to El- I've been to uh, Albuquerque once in my life. Let's go. Yeah, I'm in. No, there we're going. To, we're going to be back in Memphis. I got a feeling. Memphis versus Mike Leach at Mississippi State. <laughs> Sign me up. I'm in. I, I so yeah. What two games away? It feels the season feels a lot different than it did last week at this time. It does, and perhaps we'll look back at this and seems like we all overreacted a little bit. But I, I just. Again, I started feeling this way when I started to look at these next three teams, and I'm like, oh, like God, yeah. I put this on on the Twitter machine. Iowa State's this is the best defense statistically for Iowa State in both points allowed and yards per game allowed since 1978. Wow! Like it's gotten buried because it's been a dis 
quote-unquote disappointing season. Yeah. This defense, and I heard you and Jack talk about in the reaction show, this is legitimately the best Iowa State defense of our lifetime. Which you know, is... We're, we're almost 40. Yeah. I mean, that, that's cool. that's wild for a team that's four and five, which again, so then the second side is like, well, how... How could they be four and five tonight? And we told you why. It's like because the offense and the special yeah. teams haven't lived up to it, but it's also the competition level two is part of it too. Interestingly, if Iowa State wins one of those games, right? You know, if 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 yeah. if like beats Kansas, Kansas or beats K State, Kansas is the one. Like or both of those. Yeah, both those games. games. Like you're right there, and you know, I think you're equal. I mean, you should have beat Kansas. That was a game that really I think you should have beat played. Kansas Probably State, State too. too. I don't feel like you should have beat Baylor or Oklahoma. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think right? he's straight got beat even, by those And then the Texas one was the the targeting, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah it, I forgot it, about that freaking game. It is yeah. what it is. So, th- but that's why I would say it's still top 30 from the analytics. And analytics do not win football games. But it does tell you about where your program is relative by each single play, not just by the 12 games that are played wins and loss-wise. So, I'm off my soapbox. Oh, one other quick fact for my guy, Andringa, the wizard. First time that Iowa State did not have a turnover or a penalty on offense since at Oklahoma State in 2014 yesterday. Say that again? Iowa State did not have a penalty on offense. Wow. So, i.e. no false starts, no holds, no anything. Did not have a turnover yesterday. First time since at Oklahoma State in 2014. That's a good stat. Thank you, Chip. Appreciate that. Uh, Shout out to my main man, Jeremy Danielson, DanielsonLaw.com. That is D-A-N-I-L-S-O-N.com. Listen, I'll buy in your, out there buying your houses, selling your houses. You need a lawyer. There's real estate lawyers. I didn't even know this was a thing, but my guy Jeremy and his wife Sarah do one hell of a job, and they are diehard Iowa State fans. So give them a shout-out. Uh, check them out at DanielsonLaw.com. Also, we haven't been able to do this enough this year. We're giving away some meat? We're giving away meat. <laughs> what do we got? We have pasture-raised turkeys. Oh. 23%. So when Iowa State wins. It's almost Thanksgiving time. Farmstorymeats.com. They give us discounts on meat. If you use the promo code FANATICS at checkout at farmstorymeats.com. 23% off pasture-raised turkeys stock up for Thanksgiving. That's a really good deal. That's like that's like a phenomenal deal. I need to I need to get in on that right now. I need I, I, nothing beats a good smoked turkey. Yeah, you had it at my house that I one did. year. I did that for you yeah, guys. It was yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Get a little seasoning on there. Um can't beat it. Just wanted to um, point out too that we are going to have Monday morning, so we're we're not avoiding basketball. Here's the deal: instead of doing like an hour and forty five minute podcast, oh, there's so much going on. Yeah, it's that time of year. By the way, wrestling insane. Oh, just kick some. Just ass. kick the living hell out of Wisconsin. Yeah, who's the top whatever program? Like they're pretty good. They're top fifteen. Yeah, it was a top is fifteen this, showdown. Is this the dresser year? Is this it? Man, I was thinking it was going to be. Next year with all these, yeah, but like you got car back, like you got the f- Bastida, like we got, I mean, this is one of the freshmen destroyed Gomez. Yeah. Just ate his lunch. Close. I, I don't know much, but Jacqueline is pretty sourced in on wrestling. And apparently those freshmen have just been freaking Wows. phenomenal. So anyways, we're going to do 
corner three this year, since Scott's out, it's basically going to be me and Jared and Bloom just kind of rotating and talking. But there are going to be smaller episodes this year. Okay. Uh, shorter. Yep. We'll probably do more of them, but they're shorter. And we have cooperation with Nate Schmidt from Men's Basketball. Awesome. Yeah, new basketball assistant. And Billy Finley, where they are going to give us little interviews. So Coach Schmidt will be on with Jared tomorrow, and then you and I will give some analysis for the season openers for men's and women's basketball. Yeah. Can Get I, that going. Speaking of that, you got your you got destroyed by Oshu and Oshuni oh, man. in the tailgate lots on Saturday. Yeah, I, I had no chance. <laughs> I had no chance. That was so cool, though. That's what's honestly like the NIL stuff, and obviously it's what it's I do so now. Fun. But the fact that those guys can get now support from donors to come to their tailgates and have fun. How cool was it? it? Was All those phenomenal. little kids are getting autographs. Yeah, they got autographs, pictures. Little little kid like you is getting destroyed by Emily Ryan and Oshun. And uh, I, that's, that's I knew I had no chance against Emily. Like I knew Emily would pick my pocket. You, th- you tried to go Chuck Barkley on Oshun, though. Just use that wide that wide base on him. Yeah. So I I thought that I could because Oshun's pretty skinny, right? Yes, he's not as he's not a large man. I thought I could muscle him down to the post right. and then use right. my yeah. use my hook. Yeah. It didn't go too well. Here's the thing. Here's what's funny about that. So clearly, if you if you watch the video that Bloom yeah, put on, on Twitter, it's on Twitter. Yeah. We were kind of screwing around making like a spoof video, but I can honestly tell you this. I mean, Shun was maybe giving 2%. Yeah. And I mean, I was maybe giving like I take 10, but I I I could I could pull off the best move of my life. And with him giving 5%, Not I could never get a nope. shot off against. He is a like I boom, I super tall. It is I could not get a shot off against that guy if I was like. Yeah. <laughs> People it, are gonna like him and Jaron. Jaron's great. Jaron was out there. You don't realize how long his arms right. are until like he's seven, swatting your seven, shot. Four. Right. <laughs> he told Steve that. Um, yeah, shout out to to Steve. Yeah, our guy Steve. Steve's Kemp. the man. Phenomenal. Uh, he's the one who invited them over yeah. there. And uh, anyways, um, Shun told him. That standing flat-footed with his arms in the air gets to nine foot two inches. <laughs> Think about that. That's wild. So the donkey has to jump a foot. Man. That Anyways, was that was a good, it was a fun times. deal. Yeah. Uh, corner three will have first thing we'll Monday talk morning more about Shun. You guys have that in your. I feed. think Shun's the key to the year. Okay, I'm gonna do my take in that corner three. Okay. Look forward to that. Uh, segment two here, always presented by our friends at Wiffles Hybrid. Plant your independence. Plant Wiffles Hybrids. Fiercely independent since 1946. I wore my Wiffles jacket around yesterday. It was I nice. Too. I did too. Um, Felt like a farmer. Yeah, we, we hit on Baylor. They go in to Norman and win yesterday. Great win for them. Yeah, they they are who we thought they were. It just took them a, a little bit longer to get there, but that's a team that's eight and four, probably worst case right now, probably an eight and four, nine and three type. Kansas is bowl eligible, and they just went crazy. The Kansas fans did good for them. Yeah, I'm happy for the Kansas fans. I mean, and they finally suspended Bill Self this week too. What so. a joke that whole thing <laughs> oh is, by the way. Gosh, don't give me. I will address that at a later time. We don't have time today. Yeah, we don't have. There's too much there's, other stuff going on. Such, such uh, a joke. Kansas State 
Adrian Martinez threw for 329 yards. Such a bizarre game against Texas, and they lost. Now I could tell I could go two ways with that. If you tell me Adrian Martinez is going to throw for 300 yards, yeah, one not wow, deuce, yeah, <laughs> wow, that's great. Yeah, um, he's or oh, you totally got out of what you do, mm-hmm. and that's what happened in that game, and Texas wins it, but. Kansas State did fight back and was yeah, pretty admirable. It, it was. It's interesting. I mean, it's it's looking like so TCU has obviously the driver's seat, although it still has Texas remaining and Baylor. Still. Baylor. So yeah. it's not like they're out of you know they're exempt here. But it's it's. I mean, look at look at this conference right now, Chris. TCU six and zero, three way tie for second between Texas, Baylor, K State, and then Kansas and Oklahoma State are both at three and three. Oklahoma, which I would argue right now is probably the third or fourth best team playing. I don't know. I mean, you could say that. They're two and four. Power so, ranking the Big 12 right now. It's crazy. TC one, Baylor two. Te- I think Texas is ahead of Baylor. Really? Yeah, I okay. do. I do. But so Texas TCU, I think it's the game of the game of the year so far on Saturday. It got it. It's game days there. Oh, did it get game day? It did. That's and, uh, pretty cool. You know it's Austin, so they're going to promote Austin. That's true. Texas, but yeah, SEC country mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. Um, what else happened this weekend in the Big Twelve? It, they yeah, the West Virginia Iowa State game. Obviously, we covered that. The yeah, Oklahoma State. We we'll focus a little bit more on them. Gundy's in a weird spot here. His kid is Sorry. one of the backup quarterbacks. We all thought he was going to start against Kansas, and then this Garrett Wrangle goes out there. Throws for 300 yards, but also with three interceptions. They couldn't really run the football. Um, I don't know. It, uh, they're they're beat up across the board, oh though. Multiple it's, guys out. I feel kind of bad for them. <laughs> I mean, hopefully they don't all get healthy this yeah, week. Yeah, who knows? I, mean, I don't know if they're... But, seat up. here's the stat. Here's why I feel good about Saturday. Kansas, 46 carries, 351 on the ground. Woo! <laughs> oh, my Devin Neal, who's the running back for Kansas. This is even more impressive. Woo! 32 carries for 224 and a touchdown. He also had six catches and 110. Man. And Kansas's run game is usually pretty good, but not that good. Yeah. And I think the uh, I think Oklahoma State's going the wrong way defensively. So this is I said it earlier in the podcast. This is a this is a Matt Campbell run the ball special. If I they can run the ball. I, I, I'm going to put it out there. I think I would say can win, but also potentially win by double digits. I do, too. I do, too, if Norton can get if loose. If Norton can get 100-plus. Yeah. And, again, it's a lot to ask. No one's gotten 100-plus. Well, we haven't mentioned Silas. He had that yeah, nice little run. Two of them. Yeah. So, he, he you know, that's kind of his role is to be that Change, guy. Change. I thought they used it, him well. It worked really yeah. well yesterday. I thought Manning called a pretty good game. Listen, I mean – if Noel catches that one that's deflected in the end zone yep. and you don't settle for that field goal. It was tipped, by the way. Yeah, it was. So I don't blame I, I'm, him I'm entirely. giving Jay one a benefit of doubt here. Um, you know, we all feel pretty different Look, at halftime, right? right? Like it, you know, then it's 17-3. to three Yeah, I thought they, I thought that they took a pretty nice no, step I, forward. No, I, I think, so it's a, obviously it's everybody with one or two. Yeah. I bet that shoots up closer to three or four by game time. I would agree. Uh, and then Tech had TCU on the ropes. Yeah, it's just the, TCU like is it like I don't. Mm, I'm they not just, buying it. I, they're I down in the fourth quarter every week. I haven't looked at the lines, but 
I love Texas this weekend. I do too. I don't want that line either. We'll get to it. Okay. Do you just want to do that right yeah, now? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's hop into it. Shout out to our friends at WebWise for presenting Guess the Point Spreads here with Brent Bloom. Um, the, speaking of the point spreads, the best time of the year for sharp betters is coming up, the non-conference basketball. You can just oh, make you it can, killing. If you know what you're doing. Yeah. This is when the sharps yeah. just feast on and Vegas. Especially if you just watch the first couple and say, hey, actually, that team's pretty good. Yeah. These non-conference. Well, it'll be more difficult this year with all the transfers, though, I would think. Sure. I mean, then things get more hard because there's really no camaraderie with any of these teams. Nobody, Nobody really knows. knows. Yeah. yeah, so it's also dangerous. Like, don't. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't go get, out there and be like, don't well, Williams and Bloom. Yeah, don't get over your skis. I'm a sharp. I'm a sharp. <laughs> I'm a sharp mind. Uh, trywebwise.com. You need a website. Good, affordable website, guys. Trywebwise.com. Tell them we sent you. Hey, uh, real quick, shout out to Mike Green Wave from Tulane. Hey. Like Can't that? stop them. Can't stop the wave right They're now. They're so good. They're top, so fun to watch. 50. Big Willie Fritz guy. Looks like we have three Mac games on Tuesday and three Mac games on Mac. Wednesday this week. Full-blown Mac. Action sicko football. Looking forward to that. We're not caring about that. We don't pick Mac point spreads, though. Do we not. do the Big 12. Oklahoma at West Virginia. Oh, West Virginia trending. He's getting fired. It's just a matter of who they get to replace him. Here's a question. If you're Matt Rule, Christopher Williams, do you take the West Virginia job or the Nebraska job? Nebraska. Probably. Although the West Virginia, it's sneaky good. I was talking to somebody about this this weekend. Is like, What's the deal there? Have they just made bad hires or is it not the same job now? I'm not sure. Is it just a they tough care. job in the Big 12? They care. Oh, I know that. But they just, they haven't, and they've recruited okay. It just, it hasn't quite worked for Neil Brown, and he's not going to last past this I year. don't think he's a bad coach. He'll I, go back to the Sun Belt and win. Yeah, I will say Oklahoma seven and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. That's a win. Um, Where's all our Big 12 games at? Holy mackerel. This, this line cracked me up. Nebraska at Michigan. <laughs> 24. 29. <laughs> they think he might get the job, right? Mickey? Yeah. Sounds I like it. I don't know. I am torn here. Uh, future Big 12 program, Central Florida at Tulane. Oh. Roll wave. Pick them. Tulane minus two. What time's that game? That, that's, that's a fun one. I don't know, but I'm going to be uh, flipping back and yeah, forth between my... I got my green uh, Tulane sweatshirt in. <laughs> Good. I am locked and loaded. Happy for you. We're going to have a Tulane flag flying at the Cyclone Fanatic Studios. Best uniforms in the history of sports. Roll wave. Iowa State at Oklahoma State. That thing is still at one. 230 kick? 48 and a half is the number. It's a bad Oklahoma State defense. Yeah, that's... I don't know if I touch that. Um... 2.30, right? Yep. ESPN U. Okay. Two lanes on at the same time. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Kansas at Texas Tech. Wow. Texas Tech 6. 4. You see that 
Kansas won the game. They tore down the goalposts. Yeah. And then you see the, their tweet? And the, they tweeted yeah. that we don't need a GoFundMe. It was amazing. Respect. Amazing. Tennessee is who we thought Kansas they were. Kansas State at Baylor. Oh, that's a fun game. Like, why do I feel like these teams have already played that, five I times? I know. That they are the same team, basically, at this point. <laughs> Baylor, four. Three. That's a win. TCU at Texas. Oh, man. This is my play of the year. This is the... Potentially. I love Texas in this spot. And I don't love Texas, but you get what this, I'm saying. This has the uh, Tennessee-Georgia feel yes. to it. Yes. Texas, five. Seven. Woo! Oh, everyone's going to be all over TCU. Don't do it. Don't do it. If everybody's going to be over TCU and we like Texas, then wait and place your bet later. In the yeah, league. if you get, give over a touchdown, then maybe... Duggan, so they, they finally caught under the Duggan thing. I want I gave you give you props. You were on Max Duggan like September twentieth. Yeah, he's putting he had a Heisman year, and now he's in the top three for the Heisman. I have a, which I is kind of cool. I think I have a ten dollar unit uh, plus twenty seven hundred is what I got him at. He's Iowa, uh, Lewis Central, Titans. His old man is a legend. Jim, the hacksaw. I think that's. It. I think I'm looking it. for the rest of our American soon-to-be Big 12 teams in here, and I just don't see any. Cox at Florida. Oh, wait. We don't have to pick it. I Florida just like talking about the Cox. Wisconsin-Iowa is a pick has, has it come out, by the way? So I heard this in the Matt Campbell Coaches Show on Monday. Iowa State's going to be in a group of six in the new division. When it comes out, no, the I schedule didn't know. should come out. I think maybe even the next. A group of six. Yeah, this will give me like the old Big Twelve North and South. Oh. Uh, once the Texas and OU leave, so it'll be some new partners that they they are. I'm I I would like to guess who it is. I'm gonna you, guess. You're gonna do that right now. Should we do it? I, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna guess. Uh, I'm gonna guess BYU. I'm gonna. So guess. they did that with. That was like a thing for the basketball. Yeah, the rivalries, and they put Iowa State with BYU. That's BYU, what, and that's a, a bad draw. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, BYU's got to be there if they're the basketball rival, and they're going to put them in the same for football. Yeah, because there's a tell. I'm guessing the year of the six: BYU, Iowa State, Kansas, K State, S- Cincinnati, West Virginia. Or Central Florida's not with Cincinnati and West Virginia? I don't know. I think they stick UCF with the Texas schools. Because I would like to just I keep don't know. Oklahoma State with these big I, Yeah, but they're going to keep they're going to keep Oklahoma State w- uh, with the Texas schools. Pretty sure. I mean, is that good? I don't know. I don't know if that's good or bad. You're still going to play so essentially you're going to play those same five every year for football and then you'll get four of the the six every other year. I wish they just rolled it and didn't do divisions. I hate divisions. I think I I understand. I kind of agree with that too. I just think they're pointless now. Just play the best teams in the that conference championship. Gonna, it's going to come out. So, but the, next year will be different because they're going to have fourteen teams. Yeah, next so year is kind of the weird year. That's going to be weird. I just I kind of hope that they do what the Big Ten is going to do and just, just rotate it. I'm fine. I would be great with that. But that's going to come out here in the next couple weeks. I just think divisions are stupid. Well, they, yeah. I mean, they, they almost hurt you more than anything. 
Are you prepared for the SEC to get two to three teams of the four-team playoff? For this year? Yeah. No, I'm not prepared for that. I will lose my goddamn mind. I think three of the four, it's be a bad deal. All right. um, Real quick, I didn't give a shout-out to our friends at Gravitate Coworking yet. Gravitatecoworking.com. Hey, did you know that Jeff Wood is a Uwe Pui major? Or he's an Uwe Pui grad? That's Iowa State's opponent on, yeah. on Monday. It's the Jeff Wood game. I didn't know. He's an IUPUI I, grad. Okay, I'm going to think, because he's from Indianapolis. He's or, got degrees yeah. from Iowa State and IUPUI. He worked in Indianapolis. Yep. Well, it's a Jeff Wood game. Jeff, congratulations. You, we will be on the feed on Monday morning getting you primed yeah. for the start of basketball and season. Uwe, don't worry about Pui. They're not very good. They're like one of the worst teams in the country yeah. last year, right? Yes. Good, uh, what a what a opener should be, and then the women have Cleveland State at eleven. The Daniel Robinson game. You might you might be as you're listening to this podcast. Check and make sure the women aren't on because you'll tune into that. That eleven, right? Eleven o'clock. Yeah, I'll be Monday watching morning. it for my. I I cannot get up there due to kid stuff, but I will be watching it during the day. And then, I, are you going to Hilton tomorrow? I uh, I've got a thing uh, with Coach Campbell helping out the We Will Collective at six, and I'm going to the game after that. Awesome. Look out for some broader marketing on Jack Trike Stadium Videotron for the last game for the We Will Collective. Mm. Spread the word, everybody. Keep, keep, this is like a really important part time of year, clones. right? We, we're just trying to make a push for the last three weeks, four weeks. Hop on board, please. Our defense started 11 freshmen and sophomores. <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> the, the, we're swimming with sharks. Yeah, that's, that's help us out. All right, um... That that was a that was a good show. It's it's a hell of a lot more fun to come on here yes, and do this. So much more fun, and it's just amazing too. Like just how much how much nicer people are to you. It was a great tailgating in, in general. Yesterday. Was just Dude, yesterday day. was weird. Like I didn't think I didn't think the crowd was going to be very good. No, it was incredible though, and it was awesome. Like I I love those crowds where it's like the fifty five thousand like total sickos, and it was. And that turned into a really nice day. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, because it like... It's like a micro... So we, we camped, and then when I woke up at 8.30, it was miserable. Like, brutally yeah, cold. Yeah, I was, I was like, questioning, like, am I, do I really want to go cold. to this? And then all of a sudden, like, 10 o'clock, it was just gorgeous. Just out. fine. It's great. And they, then then Shun had to go off and uh, ruin my day and make me and look as bad. As the kids say, swat your shit. Hey, this is a good time to be a Cyclone Fanatic Premium subscriber to a little plug. We've had pretty good info on the rotations and stuff like that, so check all that out. Appreciate you guys. Thanks to Iowa State for playing the trumpet song. Thank you, it's always Amy, the, Nathan. You guys rule. We will be uh, Corner 3 coming up first thing Monday morning, so be sure to download that if you want some hoops talk. Stripping all these cats down in the arm